This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith, an Examination of the Book of Mormon Travel, by Michael R. Ash, read by Ned Scarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. The Lehites weren't the only Book of Mormon peoples to come from the old to the new world. The Mulekites, or the people of Zarahemla, and the Jaredites, who preceded the Lehites, also began their journeys from the old world. The next few issues will examine the world of the Jaredites and their journey to the new world. As Dr. Hugh Nibley pointed out years ago, the Jaredite tale adds another level of persuasiveness that the Book of Mormon is based on an authentic ancient text. Quote, I think we are agreed that it would take a great deal of training for anyone to acquire the background necessary to compose 1 Nephi. Now imagine any man insane enough to try after such colossal exertions to write another story of equal length and detail, but this time about a totally different race of people, living in an age far removed from the other and in a wholly different geographical setting. As far as I know, not even Joseph Smith ever called anyone's attention to this prodigious feat. We take it all for granted. End of quote. Our modern book of ether is an English translation of Moroni's abridgment of the Jaredite history. See Ether chapter 1, verse 2. As explained in a previous installment, the Jaredite history was written by Ether the Jaredite on 24 metal plates that were discovered by the people of Limhi. Mosiah the Younger, a Nephite prophet, interpreted these plates by way of a special stone, referred to in modern times as the Urim and Thummim, and Moroni felt inspired to add this record to his father's abridgment of the Nephite record. While Moroni may have had access to the 24 metal plates, it seems more logical that Moroni drew his material from Mosiah's translation of the Jaredite record. The main character in the earliest chapters of Ether is simply referred to as the brother of Jared. His actual name is never given. Joseph Smith later revealed his name was Mahanrai Moriankamer. Ether was a direct descendant of Ether, not of Jared's brother, so it seems likely that because he was writing about his own lineage, he may have been unconcerned with the name of the brother of Jared. The book of Ether begins at a time of the Tower of Babel, when the languages were confounded, and the people were scattered because of the wrath of God. While the Bible also relates the story of the Tower of Babel, a number of people, both Christian and non-Christian, believe that this story is little more than a fable. Science doesn't seem to support this notion that all peoples of the earth had a unified language four to 5,000 years ago, nor that this singular language suddenly became multiple languages in a short period implied by the biblical narrative. For some people, the Tower of Babel story is a great example of how science conflicts with religion. When those same people discover the great Tower story in the Book of Mormon, they typically assume that this proves that the Book of Mormon is merely a fictional creation of Joseph's imagination 
and borrowings from the Bible. How do Latter-day Saints approach the Tower of Babel story, especially since it's supported by the inclusion in the Book of Mormon? Some members, like other Christians, accept the story at face value. They believe that the Bible story relates an actual historical event and that this event relates a miraculous incident demonstrating the power of God. Other Mormons, who also believe in the miraculous powers of God, believe that intellectual studies can shed light on areas such as history and science. Science can tell us how things happen, while religion can tell us why things happened. As explained in a past column, I believe that science and religion can typically be harmonized. President Cecil Ole Samuelson, a past president of BYU, recently pointed out that Latter-day Saints believe that revelation comes from God, but that science is essential in gaining knowledge. We hold that science and religion are not enemies, and that they only become so when someone purports that religion makes science unnecessary, or when science becomes one's religion. Both extremes, he explains, impede progress and understanding, and are the stuff of both poor science and insufficient theology. Questions I ask myself from BYU Studies 49, 2, and 53. In the next few articles, I'd like to examine how things may have happened in the Jaredite tale of their journey from Babel to the Americas. If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. Questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that of Fair Mormon.